Do you have a drink? <laughs> well, I do. I have water and I have a cup of tea. Okay, that's perfectly acceptable considering I'm in London. <laughs> oh, yeah, I grew. I spent my first 10 years in Canada, so I, I sort of, you know, tea is, is ingrained in my in my world. Oh, good to know. Yeah, I, I'm not a huge tea fan, um, and but I've learned that you kind of have to be here. <laughs> You have to. You really do. Because the coffee's not the greatest, so you got to go with tea. Uh, you can do it. Yeah, I'm sucking it up. I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> so we, um, let me just tell everybody, we're talking to Marina Rice Bader. And we, we're so super excited uh, to be able to have this chat because I know things are going to get crazy for you in just a couple of weeks. Your, um, your new film, feature film, is uh, going to be de- debuting at Outfest. And that's excited. Yeah, that's going to that's going to be huge and then we'll never get a chance to talk after that. <laughs> oh, you know, Denise, I'm always going to have time for you, my friend. Don't worry about that. But oh, yeah, I'm it's, so it's glad. Awesome because on the 18th, we are um oh boy, here I go. I've got myself echoing in my own ear, so excuse me if I get distracted with myself. Okay, cuz you sound fine this way. <laughs> um yeah, on the 18th, we're having our world premiere at, on July 18th, world premiere at Outfest in Los Angeles. It's my, I just love that festival. I love what it does, what it means for the community, and I'm super stoked. It's going to be, it's going to be great. Um, now, I was fortunate enough um, not only to see the trailer, but to be able to, to see the movie, and it's, it's just so beautifully done. It's called um, Anatomy of a Love Scene, S-E-E-N. I love that. Yeah. Um, and it, I just, first of all, the girls in it are beautiful. Can I just thank say, you. you have an eye for beauty. <laughs> well, thank you very much. That's a sweet thing to say. I like to think that that's, oh, it, I'm being recorded, my son. My teenagers have no idea of what interview in progress means on the door. <laughs> Do they want to come in and, okay. and uh, throw in a yeah. few? <laughs> I already, yeah, I, I made them a lovely brunch, but uh, teenagers just—they just need more. They're, yeah, they're a little—they're a little needy in those teen years, aren't they? <laughs> they're they're <laughs> always needy. I learned that. Um, but no, okay, back to the question. Yes, I'm—I I'm, don't even know what the question was now. Stop I was, on, I'm so sorry. No, I was just commenting on how gorgeous the uh, the actresses are in, oh, in this movie. Beautiful girls. Thank you. And they're, not only are they beautiful, but I'm telling you, they're. So incredibly lovely as human beings. Their energy is just stunning. Um, they're kind, they're generous, they're thoughtful, and they're truly committed to what they do. Because this was a tough job to jump in and yeah. do a completely improvised feature film in five days. That's incredible in five days. You yes. And you know what? By viewing it, you would never know. You would think that this ah. was like... This, you know, all time consuming, you know, um, it, you stretch it out, you know, make sure everything is perfect. You would never know that this was done in five days. Oh, thank you. Well, it was a, it was truly a team effort. And it, I mean, one of the pieces missing and the whole thing would have fallen down like a house card. <laughs> everyone, when they committed, they committed a thousand percent. And I'm so grateful to all of them. And I'm so glad you got to see it. I didn't actually realize that you saw it. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
uh, yeah, we got like the the screener link. So um, it was just. Yay. Did you? Did, how did you find these? How did you find them? Did you just audition? It was just a process of auditioning, or did you have them in mind? Because I'm not I'm not familiar with with either one of them. But now I would oh, like I to be. <laughs> they're, they're brand new to the community, which is you know it, it's not necessarily what I had to do. But quite honestly, I just I had so little time for the casting. I literally because I made the decision at the end of December to create the film, which I knew had to be in the can by the end of January, which gave me 30 days for absolutely everything, including filming. And so I spent the first couple of days, once I made the the really, um, you know, concrete uh, decision to move forward, I just put some casting notices out and saw what came in. And in the end, there were thousands of, uh, women that I ended up going through their reels and, you know, photos yeah. and all that. And I only ended up calling in eight people for the role of Bill, six people for the role of Mal, wow. and uh, none for the role of Anne because Constance, who plays Anne, been read from Mal, and I just fell in love with her fan. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. so, it's amazing. But, you know, I think, and I've said this I, I've actually said this before. When things click and they're and everything is going on all cylinders and the the right choices are being made, it just gives you that confidence that you're that you're going in the right direction. Exactly. Yeah. And I was. I mean, this this project truly did have a life of its own. All I had to do was be quiet and listen. <laughs> Where did the and idea come from? The idea. Let's talk a little bit about the idea of it. It's um. Uh, it's it's six months after these these women have um, shot a love scene. Fallen yeah, deeply and madly on a soul level in love while they're in bed filming a love scene in front of like twenty five people, <laughs> which is typical for actors. Which is typical. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but, but what's yeah, not so typical? That's, that's sort of the history of it, and then. They had five beautiful months together, and then out of the blue, one of them breaks up with the other. The other leaves, leaves them devastated and, like, literally on the couch weeping and not eating, etc. for, like, three weeks. Yeah. And then my character, Kara, has to break the news that, hey, we have a great broadcast deal in the work, but the only thing required is that we reshoot the love scene without, you know, the, the balls to the wall nudity. And uh, so these two women have to get not only in the same room with each other again, but in the same bed. In the same positions, in the same, <laughs> yeah. It's the just, same, yeah. I, the idea of it, um, I would imagine as, as an actor like you could ask any actor about that I mean, i'm sure the idea of it is terrifying yeah. <laughs> i yeah. mean i know what it's like to run into an ex at a pride festival i can't even imagine <laughs> i know well that's the thing i mean someone that you've really on a deep deep cellular level been in love with and thought that this is the person you're going to spend the rest of your life with and you know five months later it's done and you don't know what the heck happened yep it's just never explained and then you have to touch that person again. You have to kiss that person again. Yeah. That's what you would be going through internally. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's just, 
you know, it's so perfect, I think. And, and really, it's timely and it's topical because there's so much content out there right now. And like, so di- on so many different levels, first of all, there's so much content out there, you know, which I'm thrilled with because we have so many choices and so much good stuff to watch, you know, as viewers to watch, um, about our own, about our own kind, you know, in our own community. Then you have all the lesbians and actors that are in these roles. Um, so this is something that I feel like is going to strike such a chord with everybody, viewers, because we're viewing it, um, actors, because they probably, um, fear it, (laughs) fear that, um, but because it, it, and again, it's, it's so well done, but I think it's just so perfectly timed because you can relate to it on all the different levels, you know, as a viewer, as an actor, viewer, as an actor, um, you know, as a, as even as a writer or producer, like, I mean, imagine having to tell somebody you've got to go back and reshoot some scenes with somebody. I mean, I'm sure it happens all the time, but we don't know it on the outside. We don't, we don't know that kind of stuff, you know? No, it's a great that's inside look. I'm saying another layer of the film that I thought would be great for the audiences um, to bring them into that world of behind the scenes on a film set. Because generally, as an audience is sitting there and they're watching a beautiful love scene or, or whatever, they see the end product and it moves them and they feel whatever they feel, but they don't. They have no idea what went into it. Exactly. Exactly. And what drama could be happening behind the scenes? And you know, I mean. There could be tears. There could be whatever happening right smack dab in the middle of filming, and the actor has to pull it together and get back in there. Yeah, I just love this perspective. I love this point of view. I think everybody is going to be so interested in it. You know, okay. I mean, it's just it's it's so such a great idea. Let's um, t- tell me a little bit. Like, did you when you first um, when you first started uh, tossing the idea around? Um, did you think maybe a short and then a feature? Or full-on, we're doing a feature. You know, here's the thing. Um, I I know, because it's my first film that I directed, and so it would make sense to jump in with a short. But here's the thing. I, you know, at 58, I don't have time to mess around, man. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I got to jump in with both feet and sort of sink or swim, and that's just the decision I made. I'm just not going to have any fear about anything anymore, and I'm just going to do what I'm to do, and hopefully... The, um, the product that I create, which is all the lesbian niche audience and therefore all women, um, you know, and a few awesome dudes. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, hopefully it's, it will it will be accepted and it will, you know, it will be um, uh, embraced. Oh, I, I see no I problem. Really so. I see no problem with that. <laughs> None whatsoever. I think it's going to be amazing. Now, did you, do you feel like, um, because of your background, you know, have you taken everything that you've learned over the last, you know, couple of years in filmmaking, um, you had to draw on all of that to get this done and get this done so fast? Well, here's the, here's the awesome thing. After exec producing Elena and done in a perfect ending and spending time on both those sets, yeah. I really got a great education in how things happen, what each person does, you know, how all the pieces fit together. Yeah. And um, so that that was a huge, huge, um, you know, uh, uh, that, uh, that was a bonus for me. I mean, I think a lot of first-time directors 
when they get on a set, they don't have that under their belt necessarily. I mean, hopefully, um, uh, many of them have, you know, maybe first they need or, or, you know, moved up to the ranks or whatever, so they have an idea of how things run, because, good God, I can't imagine directing a feature and not having, you know, that in your back pocket. Right, yeah, because there's so much more that goes into it than just... You do this and you do that, you know. Yeah, and especially because I'm sort of—I I think most directors are, you know, have a little control thing in general. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I definitely do. So, man, I got my hands on everything because of my history of being a photographer, where I did makeup for my clients, I chose wardrobe for my clients, I told a story with them, you know. Yeah. And so I, I had a hand in all the different departments, um, which I love. It was fantastic. I but get how, to do everything I love. Yeah, it's it's so interesting, um, you know, to think about it from from that um, from that angle, you know, like all the different things that you've done um, career wise, like how each one of them played a part in getting this in getting this done. Because yeah, exactly, and and it was, um, I mean, certainly my my background as a photographer was helpful because I'm used to telling stories with still images. Yeah, and it was very. Um, uh, very committed to every single photo shoot that I did. I mean, they sure that everything was best it could possibly be. So I sort of knew that I already had that work ethic going in and that I had a, a, a good visual eye. Yeah. And that was probably my, my biggest um, uh, talent walking onto the set. Yeah, and the cool part is, is like as a viewer... And and then in in now knowing that like I can go back and look at it now and and see how important that was because it's it, you can see it in the film like you can frame after frame after frame you can see it in the in the film like how 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 we are seeing it through your eyes you know yeah yeah oh thank you and of course I had a wonderful director of photography Justin Kane. Um, who came from, he's a recent graduate of AFI, and my, as a matter of fact, almost my entire team were recent graduates of American Film Institute. Oh, isn't that great? That every, that, awesome. that's, that's so great. They're always young and energetic. And yeah. New and not dated. Oh, that's so cool. And I was like their mommy. <laughs> In a sense, yeah, yeah. That's amazing, though. I mean, like, it, it's so wonderful of you, too, because you know how hungry these people are when they get out, you know, and they, and they yeah. want a project to sink their teeth so, into. I mean, they're so talented and they're so eager and that's the beautiful thing. And because so many of them knew each other, they already had their language and communication, you know, in shorthand. Yeah. It's important given the fact that we had next to no pre-production time and we shot the film in five days, you know, to have a very close group already. Yeah. Was probably one of the, the best thing, you know, best calls I made for the film. It's, you know, it, it really, Marina, is so, it's, it's such a brave undertaking. I mean, the, between the time frame, the topic, um, you know, and, you know, what, what you were dealing with and kind of being out there on, on your, on your own and doing a feature, um, all of it, it's just, it's just all a big package of brave, brave choices. And what a payoff. Oh. What a payoff. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, you know what? I'm telling you, it's 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 kind of like an aha moment that was a very slow burn, but it's 
really getting past the fear, and I mean, you can call it brave or whatever you want to call it, but it's really just personally getting past the fear and jumping in with both feet and doing something and not waiting around to, um, you know, have people, A, push to do it, uh, B, um, Approval, uh, getting the approval from everybody else. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, it, I'm sorry, my brain, I'm on cold medicine right now. <laughs> <laughs> my brain is very fuzzy. I keep looking at all the things on my wall going, oh, that's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. I'm sorry, I just had my eyebrows waxed today. I'm sitting here with my, my I feel like my whole forehead is, is stinging. <laughs> <laughs> like, what a day for us. Um, so, so tell me... Um, what is it? What's it like uh, when you know that your film is going to be screened at something as as big and and well known, really prestigious as Outfest, um, and it's kind of like your first time, your first time out, and you're and you're putting it in there. Are there nerves involved, or is it just pure excitement? Well, you know, it's kind of right now. It's just super excitement, but it more than anything, it's incredible, incredible gratitude. I feel like such grace was bestowed upon me and this film by, you know, the independent filmmaker, you know, universe power that be, whatever yeah, it is, yeah. but uh, to be able to have my world merit out fast in my hometown so that my entire cast and crew has the opportunity to come together and did and see it on a big screen, you know, at best film festival in the world, it, you know, prestigious hands down the most prestigious LGBT festival in the world. Although yeah. some people would argue it's Frameline. I but, think, um, yeah, yeah, they're, but they're so equal, you know, yeah. Just yeah. because it's here and it's in, it's my hometown in Hollywood and I, you know, I love the people who work the festival. So I'm, I'm so grateful. It sounds and like it's, it's going to be amazing. A little, just a little, um, it's just an affirmation that what I've decided to do with the last third of my life is not insane. Right, <laughs> right, exactly. So after this, um, did that like spark? Like, do you already have your next project in mind? Oh yes, I mean we've got <laughs> Raven's Touch coming out at the end of the year. Um, oh yeah, Tracy mentioned that. Yep, which has Tracy Dinwiddie and Drea Weber, two um, very well-known actresses. Drea from the, the Gymnast, yes. This is, which is another reason why when I did a perfect. I mean, when I, a perfect ending, yeah, when I did a perfect ending, I'm, you know, in a time warp here. When I did Anatomy of a Love Scene, I really wanted um, actresses that weren't known in the community. Right. Oh, sorry about now, that. Yeah. Which I thought would be lovely. But yeah, that's coming out at the end of the year. And then I'm actually filming a, a project at the end of the year as well that will take the uh, ladies into a brand new uh, uncharted world that I can't tell you about yet but my favorite <laughs> movies my favorite movies all take me to places that I don't usually get to go that's funny I was just gonna say like what are what are some of the I, films that you have been affected by well those I love the movies that take me out of my world right I love the princess bride I love Aliens, and of course, the most badass heroine ever in the history of the world, Ellen Ripley. <laughs> and, um, you know, you gotta love Ripley. It's so true. Um, and uh, Lord of the Rings, you know, Middle Earth, and you know all that stuff. And so, what I want to do with my films, with my tiny little budget, is still 
continue on that path, take people to new worlds, and on Anatomy of a Love Scene, it's on a film set, and on the next one, it's going to be, oh boy, is it going to be in a new world. Oh, how cool is that? Yeah. Totally gives Very us something fun. to look forward to. I mean, it, it's amazing. Like, I, I feel like that is um, such a touchy genre, like... It it is up to you to convince people that the impossible is happening, you know. Yeah. So it's yeah, such exactly. such a challenge, and and exactly. yeah, it doesn't exist in the world, of course, unless you're doing like a biopic or whatever right, or something right. based on true events. And then they're all you know usually fictionalized anyway. But yeah. it's really it's amazing, and yeah, this this next one is going to be a true testament to that. Oh, that's so cool! That's so cool! Like I feel like I had to work at like broadening my mind a little bit, like. I was all about like, like, uh, like one of my favorite pictures is Thelma and Louise. And oh, I love I, that movie. Yeah, and I always feel like it's just because everything about it was so possible. You know, yeah. uh, everything about it, like you could see that happening to yourself, as opposed to me seeing myself in space. You know, like San- know, know. like Sandra Bullock in Gravity. You know, so you're so you're a fan of things that are can actually be real. And I'm a little bit more of a fan of things that happen in a different world. And within that world, they could still be real. If you take me to another world and you still show me something that's completely ludicrous, you come, you've lost me. That's so funny. Like, yeah, I I learned, though, and I think it maybe it, it was after seeing um, Gravity that I thought, okay, so it's not totally unbelievable. It's just it, I couldn't see myself in that situation. No. But it made, no. you know, I was so impressed with the, the technical side of it and the acting, of course, and and all of that, that I that I kind of like said, you know, you got to got to loosen up and give other movies a chance. Yeah. <laughs> you, well, know? You, got, you know, you just have to be willing to go along for the ride. Yeah, exactly. Go along for the ride. You'll enjoy it. If you're not going to go along for the ride, then, you know, then you're not. You're going to be. Yeah. Um, like, I want to be I want to be okay. entertained. I want to be entertained. I don't want to look at it. As to, I wonder how they made that, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. exactly. It's so, it's so, it, it really is incredible. Like, I swear, m- you know, movies just like music, you know, just take you to a place that you can't describe. And, and I just feel like now is the time that, you know, because I guess, because of the internet, really, that, that people, um, they have a, they have a, a forum and a, and a platform to share their work that they may never have had because it, wasn't going to go to the big screen, you know? Yes. Oh or TV, God. yeah. Absolutely. I yeah. know. Which leads us, I don't know if you've had a specific uh, way you wanted to do this, but that's kind of a cool segue into the way I'm distributing this film. Oh, really? Yes. Anatomy oh. of a Love Scene, which will be um, premiering on July 18th at Outfest, will be available on July 19th, the very next day, worldwide streaming. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Yep. I just don't want people to have to wait. I just I just want it to be out there. I want it to be seen. I want to know that everybody who wants to watch it has the opportunity to, to you know, rent the film. So it's going to be a 72-hour rent period, which is great, for five bucks. For oh, a that's brand new terrific. Film. I think it's going to be awesome. That is. That is so terrific because you know i mean in this day and age uh, you know people have their own personal ways of staying connected and seeing things whether it's on their tablets their phones yep. you know all their devices uh, their laptop i mean especially like my wife and i we 
we have the cable that hooks to the laptop that hooks to the television so we can you know watch stuff from our laptop on tv and it's like we don't even like travel without it because most hotels you're allowed to do you're allowed to plug into the tv so yeah so i think everybody is is um getting their entertainment um you know by personal choice and and their devices and stuff and it's it you know, there's always going to be those people that want the experience, that want to go out and want to buy their ticket and get their popcorn and sit in the theater and watch well, it on the big what? screen. That's great. Maybe that would be great if that actually happened. With our films. With our films. Right. <laughs> our, exactly. Our, you know, our, yep. our films that, that don't have Annette Bening and um, Julianne Moore. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yes. Yep. So true. It's so true. And I think... That's why more people are finding their way to just it's the internet and finding the content that they want to see and seeing it on their own time schedule. I mean, there's, yeah. you know, like I block out a certain amount of time in the morning to catch up on all the different web series that I'm two episodes in, four episodes in, three episodes in, you know, and that's my time with my coffee. Just, you know, getting to see the things that I want to see on my own schedule. I'm not waiting until six, seven o'clock at night. You know, it doesn't work for me. Yeah, and the other thing is with um, traditional distribution route, which, you know, we did for Elena and Don in a Perfect Ending, I mean, folks don't even get to see that movie until six months later. Yeah. It's available on VOD and DVD and all that, and then you don't know who's watching it because the foreign territories have their own right. um, oh, you know, God. schedule. And then that's when all the pirating happens because, you know, like, for example, I think France had to wait for like two months after the film uh, Perfect Ending was available on uh, for on demand here in the state. So if they can't find it, you know, the legal way, they're going to find it. The oh yeah, they are because they're they're you know they're scrambling for it. You know, yeah, and it's exactly. You know, and it, so my hope is that everyone will pay the five dollars for this three day you know, um, rental fee and, and not try to pirate the film because this is my life. You know what I exactly, mean? Like exactly. Exactly. I can't make a few bucks yep. um, on this thing that I'm spending so much time and energy on, which I don't, I, you know, I mean, a lot of people out there, they don't know how filmmaking works, but I don't get a dime. Right. I, I'm, um, I'm making a film until the film actually gets out into the world. Yeah, and there's and so many costs so, you know, involved, too. Four kids and, and yep. all that other stuff. Yeah. And so in order to be able to keep on creating p- content for my very specific audience, I need my audience to support me by, you know, legally streaming the film. Exactly, exactly. We're, we're always, always talking about, um, you know, like, don't you... It's not it's not fair to anyone involved in the film, not the actors, not the writers, not the directors, not the crew. You yep. know, it's just you just just take the proper steps and the proper channels and do your part, you know, to support it. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. all about respect. Too. Yeah. It's all about respect for for what we all do on our end, because everything I do is with respect for my audience. Exactly. But but I love that what you're doing with this is kind of like, you know, saying you don't have to go the alternate route, you know, here it is, go get it. You know what I mean? Like you don't have that's to exactly, do that. That's yeah. exactly what I'm saying. And that's, yeah. and that way I don't have to wonder like with the other films, I'm like, Oh my gosh, is 
Germany watching it yet? Is France watching it yet? Right. Is Portugal watching it yet? Yeah. You never knew who was watching your movies because everything was territory by territory. We were always getting emails. When can we watch? When can we watch? And I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I have no control over it. Now, it's so true. It's going to be everybody with internet capability will be able to go to anatomyofalovescene.com and watch the movie. Oh my God, this is this is like yet another new portal to the to the to the ways of making things easier and accessible yeah. and legal and yeah. and giving the people what they want when you know when they want it, when they choose them, allowing them to have the product and not make them wait and yeah. not make them consider going down an alternate path that they wouldn't normally go down you know wow this is that's going to be amazing that's going to be so amazing. I can't even believe you're doing it back to back. Like <laughs> you're debuting it at Outfest and then the next day is going to be like, wham, like go and get yep. it. Yeah. I'm working on getting um, subtitles in four different languages as well. So that really, truly as many people can have access to it as possible. We're going to do Spanish, French, German, and Portuguese. Oh, br- oh that is brilliant. <laughs> oh, that's so smart. It's so smart. Well, I want everybody to be able to watch it and enjoy it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, the funny thing is, is like the promotion part of any kind of filmmaking is huge. Getting the word out and especially with social media and Twitter and Facebook and everything and people are following everybody and it just makes you more yeah, and more. Yeah, but I'll tell you what, Facebook is pissing the hell out of me now. What? Why? Why? <laughs> They go through all this, you know, and dupe you for a couple of years. Build up your social network. Build up your social network, you know, branding, branding, branding. And so you get thousands and thousands of of people who are following you and liking you and all that. And then, boom, they turn around and say, well, now you have to pay us to reach the people. I heard that. I haven't haven't been affected by it yet, but I did. I heard that. Horrific. Oh, isn't that? A little thing pops up. Would you like to boost this post? Yeah. You know, my yeah. film. And so if I want to actually be able to reach everybody who has liked my movie, I have to pay them $20 per post. Yeah. I, that, yeah. Yeah, it does. It's, it seems. We got freaking sucked in. We did. That's exactly what happened. Yep. It's exactly what happened. Now we're getting big slapped because we, we bought the, we bought the hype. Yeah. It's true. And it, and it's. And, you know, like as a, as a, a liker, you know, or a follower or whatever, you're, you're cra- you crave that information. Like you want that information. Yeah. And, and now you don't even, you can't even get it. Yeah. Unless the person who created the content is paying to get it to you. It's, it's insane. So that's why it's so important for, for like for you, Denise, to be talking to me right now because <laughs> then your audience gets this information. Yeah. I feel like, right. Our audience is work because you can't count on Facebook right to get the word out it's, especially it's, on an international level exactly like globally yep it's it's oh, so yeah. true it's I'm just but waiting Twitter tw- that I you get... wanted to take the time to chat because I want the more people that know the better the you know the more people who can have access to this new product because let's face it the lesbian niche um you know cinema library isn't that big no and that's the thing is like we we're so anxious for it to grow because now we have yeah. such access, you know? Yeah, so, yeah exactly. I, and that's my plan. So it, it, that's why I just need to get the word out. This anatomy of a love scene is coming out worldwide and 
people buy it and enjoy it and share it with their friends so that I can move on and continue to create at least one new film a year. Yeah, exactly. It's just, it's the way to do it. You just throw the money back into a new project. Exactly. Yeah, it's really, you know, I think uh, I first heard of that whole concept through, through Tello Films that, you know, you paid a membership to, to belong to their website and then you could view all the different content that they were making and and they just yep. throw that money back into it. And it's just, it's amazing. It's amazing. You don't yep. always want to have to rely on Kickstarter and crowdfunding and, you know, that's one way, no. one way to go at it, but that's also really hard. It's, it's so, <coughs> just everything about making movies and web series and stuff, none of it is easy, but it's, it's incredibly rewarding. Right. And it's in your blood. It's like, you know, I, you yeah. know, when you, when you yeah, have to get it done. Anything else. Yeah. Especially after, after a project like you've just come off of, you know. Oh my God. I'm still, I literally, I get high. <laughs> I know. I can only imagine. I can only imagine. I get excited when I make a, a 30 second vine. Oh. <laughs> uh. But, but you know, the cool part is, like I said, like the whole community is just so anxious and accepting and they're, you know, they're waiting for it and you are really taking the weight out of it. And that's, that's just incredible. I mean, I, I feel like you're, you, this is going to be like a trailblazing pioneering kind of bombshell that you're going to be dropping. Um, I hope people. so. Yeah. I think within the community, um, you know, that this, might be one of the first. I have no idea. What I feel like it might be. If the first, I don't know. But, you know, I'm sort of following in the footsteps of um, Louis C.K. and and uh, Joss Whedon and that kind of a thing because they're, they're trailblazers um, in straight world where they have distribution into their own hands. Right. For one reason or another, I think Joss Whedon um, uh, released in your eyes right after his Tribeca uh, world premiere because he and his wife, their production company created, you know, they made the film so they didn't have any studios to answer to, which traditionally he does with his film because he makes these humongous films. Right. And so they're just, they're just like, well, let's see if this works. You know, let's blaze a trail for all, let's, let's use our high profile name to see what happens. And, you know, create a new way of distribution and other smaller filmmakers can perhaps follow in our footsteps. You know what, you know what is really cool too is like, um, I feel like filmmakers have their own fan base. You know what I mean? And when you think of something like this and it's something that is going to make things easier, um, you know, like you said, faster, uh, no wait time involved. It's almost like you're saying thank you to them. Like here you know, thank you for being a fan of mine, and this is what I'm going to do for you. Oh, that's exactly what I'm doing. I don't want people to hear about the film, and if they can't make it to a festival, they have to freaking wait six months to see it. Exactly. That's the worst. It's the worst part, you know? I mean... That's nuts. Yeah. Who can... You, you know, my fans and, you know, my film family is really what I call them, have been so amazing to me and so supportive of me. That I am really hoping that this um, distribution way of distribution works, so that I can this can really be my model. It's it's so uh, it really is so cool. You you do have a film family because 
you know, like when I read your posts and stuff, I always read the comments and everybody is just so lovely and so supportive. They are. I just love them so much. Yeah. It's almost like they just want to wrap you up in cotton and take care of you. (laughs) It's very cute. It's so cute. I I think, you know, in this day and age, you, if you are making small films, that's the best thing you can do. The best advice I can give to any small filmmaker is really, um, be aware of the people who brought you to the dance band. Yeah. Just stay with them, stay true to them, and they will be with you for the long haul. It, it, it's, that is so true. Like, true, I really, the, so, such true words. Especially, especially because I, um, and I don't, I, I, I'm not, I've only been to LA, you know, a couple of times. I can count on one hand. Um, but I felt like, it was really difficult to connect with people on a, on a super honest level. Like, yeah. you know, what I would normally that be used true. to. It's very true. It was really weird, to, um, you know, to, to meet a person. Um, and, and it was almost like you ask them a couple of questions and then they bombard you with a bunch of questions because they're feeling out what you might be able to do for them. Yeah. Oh, God. I know, I know, I know, I know. It's, it's so it's hard. So when you find that, that circle... The part oh. that makes it challenging to live here, I do have to admit that. And yeah. because, because so much of the business happens here, yep. every, it's constantly, you feel like everything is about networking. It makes me insane. <laughs> it's true. It's so true. I was. I just felt like a fish and out I of water. At it. I got to tell you, I, I'm not good at that at all. I don't do it because I, I don't know. I literally don't know how to do it. It's not in my genetic makeup and network to find out what people can do for me. So I don't, I don't play any part of that. I yeah. don't put a function. I don't do anything. The only thing I do is for all the wonderful outside events, you know, I those because they're supporting me. I'm supporting them. Right. But it's mutual. I, I don't go to any mixers or any of that filmmaker stuff because I suck. Yeah, I know. It's like the business uh-huh. of schmooze. Hello. Oh, are you there? I lost you for a second. Oh. Yeah, I was saying it's like it's like a part-time Alien job. It's like passing by. Oh, right. It's like the business of schmooze. Um, ah. it, it doesn't go with the art and the talent that it takes for the filmmaker. You know what I mean? No. Like it's no, too. It doesn't at all. So the best, the I think the people who are probably most successful are the ones who have the managers and all that. Yeah, stuff. yeah. Basically, do the schmoozing for them, and. Um, yeah, I just don't dig it. I just like to get with people on a human-to-human level. So right. the minute I smell that Hollywood bullshit, I'm like, I got to go. <laughs> That's the best way to be. I swear to God, I feel like that is the best way to be. You probably, it's just a survival tactic at this point. <laughs> oh, it is for me. I got to tell you that. It is for me. Yeah, I'm sure. So how do you, how do you raise a family, make films, um, and, and, and be living in Hollywood? Like, how does all that happen? Like, what kind of juggling does that entail? And you said teenagers? The the living in this town really doesn't affect me one way or the other. Um, but the juggling of the, you know, being a single mom and, um, doing this kind of a job that requires 
so much and passion and and uh, the hours that are completely you know randomly thrown up into a tornado and yeah. <laughs> yeah. when you're going to have to do what that part's really challenging. Okay. You know, I am so grateful that I went into this business when my kids um, were a bit older. They're now, and so they'll they'll understand. Well, generally, also that was the exception. <laughs> it's not true. Damn it. <laughs> now, uh, you know, my my child walking when I when I you know in the middle of a phone interview that goes through that what I'm about to say is not true. <laughs> you know, and that now they're older, they understand uh, when I say, look, you know, this is what I have to do. And and with a little explanation, I'll go, oh, cool, I understand. Yeah, and they but get it. And they're self, you know. If they're younger, they don't, they don't understand that. They're just like, hey, I want you now. Yeah, attention, attention. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah it is. Exactly. But, when but it's, a, it's, a, it's really a challenging. It's really challenging. And what it leaves me feeling is that um, I'm not the best I can be at either one of these things, but I have to have them both in my life or uh, I won't make it, you know? Oh, exactly, exactly. And how do your kids receive your your film work? Um, watch it. Yeah, do, do, they, do they watch it? Do my, my daughter, um, who is 19, uh, she watched... Both Elena Undone and a Perfect Ending um, at, a fest- at festivals, but my younger ones have not seen their 15 and 16. Yeah. So I mean, given the fact that, you know, I have adult content in the way of beautiful love scenes, although this one, um, Anatomy of a Love Scene, would be the one that I feel they could all watch because there's nothing um, too terribly graphic. Right, that's more technical. I'll say yeah. Anatomy of a Love Scene um, has a really beautiful, stunning, sensual, long love scene that's not, uh, you know, bordering on porn. Exactly, right, right. <laughs> exactly. Well, I say that in a nice way. <laughs> that's a plus. <laughs> it's a plus. <laughs> it's a plus. Yeah, I, I yeah, I was always, I'm always interested, um, you know, when uh, when filmmakers, the actors, producers, you know, like, is it something that they can, uh, that, you know, when do they feel like they can share it with their kids? When do, or you know, and then if they do, like you said, your daughter's 19. Does she have feedback? Like, does she say, "Oh, oh mom, yeah. that was great," or "Oh, she, you know. she's she's great. She totally gives me feedback," and That's she's cool. Um, in certain ways, she's very mature, so it's it's great. I do actually bounce a number of things off of her. Oh, that's way cool. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, listen, Marina, this has been so much fun. I feel like I've I've kept you from uh, from the better part of your day. So I'm going to let you go. I'm going to get to work on editing and getting this awesome. up and posted, and I will share, share, share because this was phenomenal. I'm so great, and I'm I'm so grateful for you. Oh God! And, and doing this and taking this time with me, I do want just one more little thing, and sure. we sort of skipped over it when we were talking about the film and um, the, um, you know, the how the film came about. And really, it I think the reason people are going to enjoy this film is because it is about that universal thing that uh, that roller coaster, that crazy ride that we go on, you know, by choice. By choice, exactly. Same choice yep. of love, um, 
you know, and that's really what this film is all about. And it doesn't pull any punches, and it's about the highs and the lows. And this is the part that everyone will be able to relate to mm-hmm. one way or another. I don't care who you are. Exactly. You know, um, yep. if, if you have been blessed and you have true love, you will be able to relate so much of this because of your own journey. If you've never had true love, um, you know, we all go through that yearning and craving and feeling like part of us is missing or there's some great thing that we haven't experienced, you know? Yeah. Uh, It's just, there's so many things about love that confound me that I don't understand that I feel like I may never get right in this lifetime. And that probably be a... the common thread you'll see for every movie I make. But it, I, in, when you say that, I, I feel like there's so many people that will will get that, that will understand that, you know? Because I don't think anybody is great at it. I really don't. I don't think I think it's stuff that you have to constantly work at, whether you're in a, a great relationship, a successful relationship, it's not without the work, and whether you're in a relationship that needs the work or you want yep. a relationship and you're willing to put the work in. So, yeah, I think that, um, that, uh, yeah, it's, you know, but here's the thing from, you know, um, it's, it's not a secret that, um, I was partnered with Nicole Kahn, mm-hmm. a wonderful filmmaker mm-hmm. and a legend in the community. Yeah. Um, you know, we had true love and Elena undone is a testament to that. Right. But no matter how much we loved each other, we couldn't figure out how to make it work. Sure. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Actually, cause... this is the first time uh, I'm saying out loud that's being recorded, FYI. Oh, uh, I appreciate that. Yeah. That's so a big share. Just, it, it was a heartbreaking, um, devastating thing to learn that just because you feel someone is your soulmate and you love them, that that is not necessarily enough. Right, right. There's so many different factors in, in every oh my God. kind of relationship, you know? A lot of, like, outside factors, inner, you know, inside factors, um, you know, so much of it plays into it, and you and everybody tells so you. Much. That, yeah, that. And that, we had six kids between us. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. It, and, and two booming uh, careers. I know. It was, yeah. it was insane. But so every... Uh, so all sorts of moments in this film come from my experience. I'm sure. You know, that's the crazy cool thing about life, though, is that, especially being a filmmaker, is that, you know, there's there's so much material to draw on and so much yeah. to expand on and so much to learn. You know, like you just go through life learning and and um, and then with luck and, and, and the passion, you know, being a filmmaker, everybody has that, that passion in them to put that on the screen and the rest of us get to relate and learn and, you know, go through that journey with you. Right. It's yeah. a little frightening at the same time. But sure, sure. It's like, yeah, putting your, putting your heart out there. It's a little bit like, oh, here I'm ripping my guts out and tossing <laughs> them on the table for everyone to have a peek at. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's a, it is a little scary. But I, I'm, I'm telling you, Marina, after seeing this, I just, I'm, I'm so excited about it, and I'm so proud. I, I'm sure you must hear it all the time, but I'm so proud of it. You know, like I'm proud of, that it's part of our Ew. community's content. I really am. 
Oh, honey, you're going to make me cry. I'm serious. It's going to be great. I I wish you all the best at Outfest. Have a fabulous time. Thank Um, you. And then uh, when things, uh, I'm sure it'll be uh, an amazing summer. But, yeah, when things calm down, we'll have a little discussion about what we can do to get you over here and get that off your bucket list. That would be so wonderful, so much fun. I would love it. And my girls are so great. They're all, they're very social. They just talk to everyone I I couldn't have handpicked better actresses to be in this film. I mean, really and truly. I I, I don't know them, but I I can feel it. You know what I'm saying. It's like that that they have everything. Yeah. They're talented, that they're beautiful, that they, you know, walked through this five days of improvised film with so much grace and class and talent. They blew my mind. And then we go to these outside social events, and they are the most social people in the room. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That is so great. Oh, I think things are just going to take off like crazy. Okay, you have an incredible afternoon. And like I said, all the best at Outfest. I think it's going to be amazing. We'll catch up after summer so I can hear all about it. That's great. Thanks so much, honey. Thank you. Take care, Marina. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.